0: Welcome to the Leadership Podcast with Pastor Sam Carr. Here, you'll learn godly principles and real-world techniques for leading effectively. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm Pastor Sam Carr. Glad to have you uh, with me today. Uh, I've been sharing on the last few podcasts some uh, understanding about leadership in regard to failing, of course, we don't ever want to talk about that, and and uh, talk about failing, and we certainly don't strive to do that, or go out, or start out to do that. But bottom line, if you're a leader and you're in leadership very long, you're going to make mistakes, and those mistakes can really make you, or they can break you, and so if you have an understanding of how Jesus. Uh, feels about it and his attitude towards some of these things, I think it'll help you uh, really with longevity in what you do. And so we've been using Peter as our example of someone who was a leader, ended up being a powerful leader, uh, but yet at the same time probably messed up more than any of the other apostles by far and. The sad thing about it is, for Peter, I guess, is that it was all recorded. But the good thing about it was it was recorded so we could learn from it. And maybe we can't not make mistakes because I don't think that's possible that you can go through without making mistakes. But uh, if, um, if you do make a mistake, you can do something about it. I remember having... Um, lunch one day with Oral Roberts, and I was sitting there, I was with him and a couple other ministers, and and, um, uh, one of the ministers asked him, um, Brother Roberts, have you ever made a mistake that you regretted? And he said, well, I have never made a mistake. He said, if I'd have known it was going to be a mistake, I'd have never made it. So I've never made a mistake. I've had lots of mistakes in my life, but there were not anything that were ever intentional. And sometimes we realize that that that's the way we we just make mistakes. We do things. We get in the flesh. We disobey. We do things that we shouldn't do. And there are consequences with those things sometimes. But what I want you to see today is and understand is that even in your difficult times. Even in your mistake-prone times, just like with Peter, Jesus is going to be there for you, and Jesus will work in your life, uh, even as he did with Peter. And so one of the things that I want to talk to you about is something that Jesus did for Peter that, that I think we need to understand and realize, um, because G- Jesus warned Peter. He tried to get Peter in a position where he could avoid some of the temptation, some of the trials uh, that came in his life. And he did that by prayer. Uh, You remember Jesus uh, brought the disciples into the Garden of Gethsemane, and he said, you sit here while I go pray over there. And he took Peter and James and John with him, and he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed And uh, he said to them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. Stay here with me. Stay here and watch with me. And he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. And now notice verse 40. It says, Then he came to his disciples, which were Peter, James, and John, And found them sleeping. And now notice this. This is very important. He said to Peter. He didn't say anything to to James and John. He said to Peter. I'm going to paraphrase this. Peter, could you not pray with me for one hour? Watch and pray lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. The Lord pulled Peter out of this bunch to warn him about his prayer life and that if he was not going to be willing to pray, there were going to be troubles in his life. And he recognized there was a conflict between the spirit and with the flesh, but it's interesting here that he pulled Peter out of this bunch to talk to him about it because he knew what Peter was going to do. He knew what was going to take place, and he was trying to warn Peter uh, to prevent him for, from entering into temptation and failing. Over in Luke chapter 21, um, it says in verse 31, the Lord said, "Simon, Simon, indeed Satan, has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. When you have returned to me, Isn't that interesting? When you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. But he said to him, Lord, I am ready to go with you both to prison and to death. And Jesus said to Peter, the rooster shall not crow this day before you'll deny me three times that you know me not. Isn't that interesting? That Jesus tried his best to warn Peter, to reveal to Peter what was coming. Peter, pray. Peter, I have prayed for you. And look, if you fail, don't let your faith fail. Just don't give up. Don't give in. I, I really like the way the Lord said that. That uh, He said, I pray that your faith should not fail. But then he adds to that, and when you return to me. So apparently there was revelation. Jesus knew that Peter was about to enter into a time where it was going to be real close whether he came back to him or not. And so Jesus said, I'm going to pray for you that your faith doesn't fail and that you will return to me and I have an assignment for you when you return to me. Sometimes we think because we failed, there are no assignments. Jesus, even in the midst of knowing that Peter was going to fail, had an assignment for him. And I want to tell you, he has the same thing For you, Peter was challenged. Peter didn't pass the test. You know the story. Uh, They asked Peter, "Hey, we know you," and Peter said, "I don't know. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you're saying. I don't know this man." In fact, the Bible says that he actually cursed. And uh, when he did, immediately the cock crowed. And when he crowed, Peter knew that he knew that he'd failed Jesus. But isn't it amazing that even in that failure? there had to be in his heart the saying that Jesus had spoken to him, when your faith fails, when you you fail, your faith's not going to fail, you're going to return to me, and when you do, I've got an assignment for you, strengthen the brethren. So here's good news for you today. Maybe you feel like you failed the Lord. Maybe you feel like in your failure you're not going to be able to succeed in your future because of your failure. But I believe that even in your failure, God's giving you an assignment. And if you'll listen to the Holy Spirit, that assignment will be greater than your failure. And you will be able to step up and do something great for God. You'll be able to do something amazing for the Lord because you didn't allow your faith to fail and you had you operated in that assignment that God gave you. So, He'll warn you of temptation to come, and and you've got to be ready for it and make sure that you're going to obey Him. Something else that, that happens with this that I want to mention, and it's very straightforward, Jesus will address the reality of your failure you know, um, Jesus doesn't pat you on the back and say, well, I know you had a hard time here, and I love you. Don't worry about it. Everything's going to be all right. And you know, that's not how Jesus works. The Bible says over in Mark chapter 16, verse 14, it says, Jesus appeared to the 11 as they sat at a table, and he rebuked their unbelief. Now, you got to know Peter was one of those. Rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. Now think about that for a minute. Jesus is risen from the dead, should be the most exciting, amazing time you could imagine. But the first thing he says to his disciples is he re- that he rebuked them <clears throat> because they wouldn't believe Mary, they wouldn't believe Mary Magdalene, wouldn't believe those that had seen, The Lord, and so you need to know that when you make when you fail, don't don't. We've talked about this in a prior podcast. Don't let that discourage you. Yes, Jesus will rebuke you, and He will um, address your failure. But that doesn't mean He doesn't love you. Over in Mark chapter sixteen, verse seven, the Lord um, said, "Go tell." And I like this after He was raised from the dead. Uh, he said, go tell the disciples and Peter that he's go- The angel said this, go tell his disciples and Peter. Isn't that interesting? At this time, the, the story was still not told. The jury was still out, so to speak, on Peter, that he's going before you into Galilee, and there he will see you as he said to you. Anytime you have failure, Jesus is going to address that failure. So you need to know the good news about it is that that's not the end of it. But don't get discouraged because he does address your failure. In the next podcast, I'm going to show you why you should never, ever let your failure, even though Jesus talks to you about it, be a discouraging thing because God is always willing to work and take that next step with you. Well, our time is done for today. I'm so glad you were listening today. I trust this has been a blessing to you and look forward to our next time together. God bless you. Thanks for joining us today on the podcast. The Leadership Podcast is part of Word of Life Ministries in Shreveport, Louisiana. You can connect with Pastor Carr or Word of Life Ministries on our Facebook, Twitter, or at our website, wordoflifecenter.org.